1: This is an RNZ podcast. Hello, I'm Simon Morris. Right now we're consuming films in cinemas and online like there's no tomorrow with no thought as to where they're coming from. The fact is most of them originated a year or two before the all-conquering pandemic. There's got to come a time when all those shots of people crowding together with no thought of social distance are going to run out.
0: Repeat after me.
1: The number and cast lists of films being shot anywhere in the world are now considerably limited. Interesting times, as the old Chinese curse has it. But one person's obstacle is another's opportunity. Chaos is a ladder, as some other smart aleck put it. Goodness knows there are quite a few movies reaching the cinemas that might have struggled to get in before. If I do this, you're going to restore my my rank and my pension...
0: Let me ask you a question. You really think you got what it takes to get this job done? Ask me that again. I dare you.
1: The latest Cosmic Sin makes you wonder what Bruce Willis was thinking when he signed up for it. It's received some of the lowest ratings on record for some reason. Okay, yes, it's bad, but is it that bad? We'll see. What we
0: do here is easy hard part is living with it.
1: One area that's less affected by social distancing is animation. Much of the work is done by solo artists at their computers anyway, so it's no hardship to do it from home. And sometimes the result is astonishingly good.
0: Wow, those cats are really fast, huh? What do cats and drone have in common? Um, they have no soul... And they both hate water. Hold on.
1: The Disney Studios' latest is called Raya and the Last Dragon. And much of the publicity is about the fact that it's a fairy tale with a decidedly Southeast Asian bent. The fictional land of Kumandra borrows from Malaysia, Vietnam, and the Philippines for a change. But it's also worth noting that the animation is pretty amazing. Easily the equal, technically, of their Pixar stablemates.
0: All right, guys, remember what we're looking for. And don't trust anyone. (coughs) (coughs) Hey, baby. Where are your parents? Hey, uh, who's baby? What? (laughs) (laughs) Really? A car?
1: In the past, the old Disney classics came from a wide range of sources, from Dumbo and Fantasia to Pinocchio and 101 Dalmatians. But these days, a Disney feature often means a new Disney princess, from Rapunzel and Mulan to Pocahontas and Moana. I am not going on a mission with some
0: little girl. This is my canoe, and you will journey to different. I did not see that coming. The ocean is a friend of mine.
1: And another thing, these days, Disney princesses don't need Prince Charming to save them, or to do anything with them, really. Sisters can do it for themselves in Disney World. What would I do without you?
0: You'll always have me. Has Elsa seemed weird to you? She seems like Elsa. Elsa?
1: Meanwhile, there's another guaranteed audience aside from consumers of Disney+. Plus. Older audiences here are regularly drawn to films with actors they like. People like Kiwi Sam Neill and honorary Kiwi Kate Winslet, who, after all, got her start in Heavenly Creatures. This week, they both feature in a film called Blackbird.
0: Sorrow for tomorrow, and tomorrow time is proud, feeling hollow. Better die alive to strive. Say goodbye, feeling whole in your soul. That's the goal... So let it roll.
1: Unlike some recent films targeting older audiences, Blackbird not only has a terrific cast, it has a sensitive director who knows what to do with them. Roger Michel made his name with the popular Notting Hill, but he won over the critics with more challenging fare like Venus and The Mother. Here he brings together a family gathering. Hey!
0: Can we all behave as normally as possible? Yeah.
1: Okay. Got it. Okay. You got it. All right. Great. Lily and Paul, Susan Sarandon and Sam Neal, have invited their family and loved ones to their home on a New England beach. And it soon becomes clear that this is no ordinary social event. This is a farewell. Lily is very sick and is planning an assisted suicide. Jonathan has a hard
0: time talking about it. Telling grandma? No, I don't. It's illegal, right? How are you going to do it?
1: When's it happening? Soon, kiddo. It's clearly a sensitive matter. Apart from anything, the procedure is illegal in this state. But for the first day, everyone tries to go along with Lily's wishes without question. As it happens, this is pretty much how they've always behaved with the wealthy Lily. She's used to getting her own way.
0: <laughs> and then we just got so fond of this area that yeah. we bought some land when it became available. And then, yeah. well, we couldn't even afford it at that time.
1: Couldn't afford you then? No. Daughter Jennifer is played by Kate Winslet. She's the straight member of the family with her equally straight lawyer husband Michael, a bit of a stretch for comedy actor Rain Wilson, and their teenage son Jonathan. Recently, Jonathan's been showing signs of a mind of his own, egged on by Grandma. Mr. Jonathan, um, this I'm is trying. amazing. Yeah? Oh, no, no.
0: Huh? He, he, he won't, no. I've had wine before. Well, it's illegal,
1: so. Yeah. You're not getting any. So is killing grandma. Ooh, (laughs) nice comeback, kiddo. Jennifer's sister, Anna, played by Mia Wasikowska, is the perennial outsider, never quite fitting in, unable to even commit to her girlfriend, Chris. They regularly break up, though they're together for this weekend. Anna has plans to disrupt the proceedings. Is it a conscientious objection or something else? I'm going to call 911 and report a suicide attempt. Are you sure? Because she says
0: she's ready. She's ready, but I'm not.
1: As far as sister Jennifer is concerned, it's just attention-seeking. You know what Anna's like. But does the family actually know what Anna's like, or indeed anyone else? There are secrets to be revealed, and despite the time of year, a last-minute Christmas to be organised. Here we go. Whoa. You okay? Yeah. I'm used to a different kind of accent.
0: Anna, Chris, you up yet? I'm dead soon. You coming down?
1: That should do it. <laughs> and there's one more cuckoo in the nest, Lily's longtime best friend Liz, played by Lindsay Duncan. Why is she here, ask Jennifer and Anna in a rare moment of agreement. As it happens, Liz is always there, supporting both Lily and husband Paul. Is there more to this than meets the eye? What? I'm out
0: of gas. Are you OK? Yeah,
1: I just... I need a... Wait, need wait, 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 wait. Sit down. Uh, hey, hey, Paul... Jen, can you come? Susan Sarandon is the undoubted star of Blackbird, a title that never gets any sort of explanation in the film, by the way. Sarandon plays Lily as that rare thing in these family dramas, the alpha female. Will anyone stand up to her, particularly at this worst time for the whole family?
0: Inheritance it has to all be spent on hookers and bluffs. <laughs> What are you thinking? You let her do what she wants to do? I want to know her. I want her to know me.
1: (laughs) But while Lily is the motor running the film, the heart of the story, if I can mix my metaphors a little, is Sam Neill as husband Paul. Decent, loyal, charming and funny, Sam's essentially playing himself here and nobody does it better. Now's the time to do it while she's still in charge
0: of what happens to her. Aren't you afraid? You know, once we set a date... I stopped worrying about dying, and I could focus more on living.
1: Sam Neill characters are often noted for their stiff upper lips, so when Paul breaks down confronting his wife's situation, it's that much more moving. Blackbird is based on a Danish film, adapted by the original author, in fact. But families are universal, especially at Christmas, even a made-up Christmas like this. (laughs) She's fragile isn't she give mom this one weekend without having the whole world revolve around you Anna. can you quit being a bitch? Director Roger Michel balances the directors delicately. Interestingly, he uses close-ups very sparingly. Much of Blackbird is made up of wide shots. The film is trying to show all sides of a controversial subject, and in the end, it allows the characters and us to make our own minds up.
0: You're going to give me some life advice? The trick is you just show up and you give life your best shot.
1: Two wonderful (gasps) lives. At a time when quite worthy films struggle to get made, I suspect the sci-fi thriller Cosmic Sin had no difficulty at all. It's got aliens, it's got things blowing up, it's got the omnipresent Frank Grillo and lady wrestler C.J. Perry, and above all, it's got Bruce Willis. Where do I sign? Mr. James Ford. General Ryle is requesting your inimitable counsel. No.
0: He's offered to reinstate you.
1: The movie industry generally has ambivalent feelings towards the money people who actually pay for these films. On the one hand, it's assumed they know everything and must be pandered to at all times. On the other, they're also apparently incredibly stupid and will only support familiar elements. What's the status of the cube bomb If we want to launch the cube bomb we need to get into orbit. It suits up. That's something, huh? We didn't know whether to burn it or put it in a museum sure they said the same thing about me it's undeniable that cosmic sin is pretty dumb it ends with an earthling soldier punching an alien warrior on the jaw after all but it also needs an awful lot of early exposition if we leave that door open we're going to charge in. we can make this the kill box
0: We're not going to wait for them to bring the fight to us we're going
1: to take it to them I won't take up your time with the several pages of introduction to Cosmic Sin. In fact, it opens like an old-fashioned video game. In the near future, we read Earth's space explorers colonised various planets and a general called James Ford, shots of Bruce Willis, set off a Q-bomb and he got fired. Now Ford hangs out in bars and gets into fights. Good evening, General. You're just
0: a civilian now.
1: But the action opens on a near-deserted planet where a skeleton crew, always more cost-effective than a large colony in films like this, suddenly realize they're not alone. They've made first contact with a gang of aliens. And then it all goes horribly wrong. Four
0: hours ago, the crew of the Vander made first contact. Stay there.
1: Another budget-cutting device when making a film about alien invaders is to have it so they can instantly inhabit other people's bodies. So only one cheap alien costume required, while the other aliens are simply the people who were running away in the previous shot. In
0: the event of first contact, humanity must strike first. To ensure the continued survival of our
1: species. Former General Bruce Willis, last seen getting into a bar fight, remember, is invited to join old colleague Frank Grillo. It's time to put a band together to fight these first contacts, even if this flies in the face of standing orders.
0: Operation Cosmic Sin is now a go.
1: That there is a space gate. They can bring their army here we're told that exterminating first-contact aliens with extreme prejudice has been deemed a cosmic sin, lest you think the title of the movie is as random as the rest of it. Here comes the team, which includes The Doctor, an old squeeze of Bruce, we gather, as he gives her a twinkly look over his spacesuit. suit. Well, so it's uh, a little
0: tight. Uh, a little more paint kinda of like me.
1: There's the kid, Captain Frank Grillo's petulant nephew, who doesn't want to be left out of this fight. There's a sergeant without many lines. Guess who gets killed first? There's Bruce Willis's sidekick, Dash, and the toothsome tech, who gives him cheek. Who do you think I am? Sports drinking buddy? You never heard of the Red Rider of Oja, The Slayer of Eos?
0: Must have been before my time.
1: And off they go, splintering the laws of physics, sense and dramatic structure as Cosmic Sins stops and starts, blows stuff up and generally behaves like a video game produced by Roger Corman. And to my surprise and some relief, the film has been hated, particularly by the audience it was clearly aimed at, but he couldn't wait to bite the hand that fed it. But we must consider that the force that was met with the crew at the Vandermeer was a um, rogue
0: faction of their species. OK. Like the separatists at Softy. Alien terrorists. All right, enough. A faction enough, that doesn't... enough, enough.
1: Ratings for Cosmic Sin were universally seven times lower than they ought to be. Even the least demanding consumers of genre movies ganged up to trash it. An expensive lesson for the 20 or so producers, I suppose, though I imagine Bruce Willis banked his cheque and moved on. But it's gratifying to learn that occasionally you can go broke, underestimating the intelligence of the film-going public.
0: Not easy, is it? What's that? You know, giving orders is a lot harder than following them. Right? Right.
1: The releases of Disney animated features have reached production line regularity, so it can't be expected that the result will always be up to five-star standard. For every Frozen, Zootopia and Moana, there's bound to be a few Ralph Breaks the Internets and Winnie the Pooh sequels.
0: Yes, well, the thing to do is issue a reward. I beg your pardon?
1: You're sneezed. No, I didn't. The word is issue, not at you. You must be catching a cold. But one thing remains certain in a Disney feature. The animation will be pretty impressive, often setting the new benchmark for the art form. The latest, Raya and the Last Dragon, seems to have lifted the depiction of physical movement to a new high. Impressive. We could use someone like you.
0: Let's catch you up. My name is Raya. Our lands have been at war for as long as we can remember. Our people never see eye to eye.
1: This is particularly impressive since the animation was mostly done at home with the animators in lockdown nowhere near live-action models apart from their own families. Raya and the Last Dragon borrows from Korean martial arts, Japanese anime classics and Chinese fables. But it's entirely original, set in a fictional realm.
0: Okay, so here's the sitch. This is Kumandra. Each land is named after a part of the dragon. Fang, heart, spine, tail, and talon.
1: Five fictional realms, in fact. The original kingdom of Kumandra was broken into five by an evil force called the Druun. The Droon was defeated by a bunch of magical dragons at the cost of their lives. There are no dragons left, only one magical dragon gem. We were once unified, harmoniously as one,
0: until evil forces were awakened, shattering the peace and dividing the five lands.
1: It sounds more complicated than it does in the film. The Disney people have had 90 years' practice getting exposition across painlessly. The last jewel is looked after by Princess Raya and her noble dad until, well, until disaster happens. The Droon returns and the jewel shatters.
0: My daughter, I believe our people can come together again, but someone has to take the first step. Now, in order to restore peace, we must find the last dragon.
1: Now Raya is going to have to get the five bits of dragon jewel back together. And to do that, she's going to have to find Sisu, the last dragon. So she starts searching. Six years pass and Raya arrives at the last possible dragon haunt. Will she find Sisu? Hello? Oh, we need you to defeat the evil with the last of
0: dragon magic. Ah, I'm going to be real with you, all right? I'm not like the, the best dragon. Okay, we need to keep going.
1: Well, of course she will. The film's called Raya and the Last Dragon, isn't it? Anyway, Raya and magical sidekick Sisu, as always in Disney movies, played by a star comedian. In this case, Chinese American favorite Awkwafina, head off on their quest. But first, they'll need to get a crew together.
0: I wish to join this fellowship of butt kickery. Let's go. We'll have to watch our backs. We're not the only ones looking.
1: There's a one eyed pirate called Tong. There's a feisty street kid with his own boat called Boom. There's a cute baby pickpocket and an enormous armadillo called Tuktuk. And it seems Sisu the blue water dragon can turn into a blue haired human, looking rather like Aquafina. Huh! I just shape change! Dragons can do that? Look how
0: close my butt is to my head! It's
1: digestion so much faster. But while they combine forces to bring together the five bits of magic dragon gem, our motley crew is under threat from a former friend of Raya, now her sworn enemy, Namari. Look out, here she comes now on her feline steed.
0: Who was that girl? That's Namari. She's the backstory.
1: The great thing about having the sort of budgets Disney films can toss about is they don't have to put up with anything that'll just do. Getting it right is the aim, and they're prepared to pay for it. For instance, each of the five lands has its own topography and culture, each borrowing from a different Southeast Asian country. You and the dragon are coming with me.
0: Hmm. My sword here says we're not. (laughs)
1: And the voice talent has been carefully selected, too, benefiting from the fact that there are a lot more star Asian voices available. From Britain, Benedict Wong and Gemma Chan. From Canada, Sandra Oh. And Star Wars, Kelly Marie Tran as Raya.
0: The world's broken. You can't trust anyone. Maybe it's broken because you don't trust anyone. You just have to take the first step.
1: Is Raya and the Last Dragon a stone-cold Disney classic for the ages? Well, hard to say. You never know until it's been around a few years. But it looks fantastic, its heart's in the right place, it's funny, but there are also moments where you truly believe things may not work out.
0: Why are you here, Divine Water Dragon? Isn't that obvious, big guy? My girl Raya and I are going to fix the world, bring everyone back. You're going to bring everyone back? I want to help.
1: And the film's much-trumpeted diversity is put to good use, not as an example of the dreaded virtue signalling, but because new stories and new characters are interesting, less predictable and, frankly, more fun. As I always say with a film like this, borrow a kid and go and see it. You'll both have a good time. Which brings us to the happy ending of this show. I'm Simon Morris and I hope you'll join me at the movies same time next week.